0: I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like a bunch of people who are once just strangers in pods and now know each other intimately and mostly just really hate each other.
1: Really uplifting. If
0: you're listening today, you're
1: already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible.
0: We're here today because episodes 10 and 11 of Love is Blind Season 6 dropped this week. And oh boy, do we have thoughts. This season just keeps getting more and more off the rails. So before we get into the recap, we decided that
1: we needed to get into all of the news and gossip that have been coming out about this season's cast and also just full disclosure up here we taped our recap before like any of these rumors started to surface So we are having this conversation at a later date.
0: Yes. We're going to frame it from recent past, and then you'll hear from more distant past us to discuss the blow-by-blow of the episodes. This is when having press preview screeners really bites you in the ass. Past us is feeling really stupid for all
1: the times (laughs) that we were like, Trevor, Trevor. He just seems great. Maybe Chelsea should have picked him. I will
0: say that, like, I stand by the fact that from what we saw, Trevor was a better choice for Chelsea. I wasn't, like, a Trevor stan. I'm learning from this gossip that many people were really rooting for Trevor and, and, like, loved him, which I don't know. I wasn't particularly enthused by him as a person, but... He seemed like a better fit for Chelsea. And now I'm like, maybe a better fit for Chelsea is, I guess, the guy who is single out of her two options. So I guess (laughs) good job, Chelsea. (laughs) Yeah. Good job,
1: Chelsea. You did pick a man who seems to have been actually single.
0: Yeah. And you will hear us later, perhaps a little bit of us critiquing that decision by Chelsea. Future us here to apologize to Chelsea. You made the best decision you could. so let's get into these rumors. I want to start with a fun one. This is not a real revelation of someone cheating and lying, which I think qualifies it as fun. One of the rumors that came forward in the last week or so said a woman named Ryan Stringfellow on TikTok claimed to be Jimmy's girlfriend. She didn't name him, but she very heavily implied it by saying that she saw her boyfriend on a Netflix show and that he was having conversations with the woman with the child who was very beautiful. And everyone was like, oh, my God, it's Jimmy. In her TikTok, she's like, I still think he's the love of my life. I want to work through it with him. Jimmy then immediately denied this. He like stitched with her TikTok and was like, I've literally never met this woman She's just making money off of my name. Please report this TikTok if you see it. She then posted a duet with her eating chips and guac and, like, reacting to his reaction. I mean, this to me was just fun because it seems mostly like she was doing a bit and it escaped containment. Like, yes. Yeah,
1: she was (laughs) doing satire not well. Not super well. And and I think that a lot of people... I mean, and kind of understandably, given what we will talk about after this. Yeah. We're like, oh, a man on Love is Blind
0: had a yeah. girlfriend seems extremely plausible. But... I, exactly. I think there are some tells. <laughs> For example, the video includes lines like that her boyfriend on the show is, quote, talking to a woman with a child. I can't compete with that. These like little <laughs> subtle things that like typically people would not – say that say? in a real situation like how am I supposed to compete with a woman who has a child in a dating context like that are supposed to make it a little bit you know a little bit of a parody a little bit of a satire also she has posted other videos about how she is dating or considering dating celebrities like Jacob Alordi. you know videos like people are always asking me why I let my boyfriend Jacob Alordi date other women <laughs> that are played pretty straight but obviously they are jokes like she does not think she's dating Jacob Alordi so this is a joke so This is a joke. He did have to debunk it because the comments were full of people being like, oh, my God, I can't believe Jimmy had a girlfriend.
1: I I admit I felt for Jimmy because it sucks that people didn't understand that this was absolutely not real. And this is just a woman like
0: trolling and doing comedy. Another tell that you can maybe use in the future is that when women actually come forward with these stories it's not that they saw on netflix that their boyfriend was on the show they found out at some other point because this this taped a long time ago like a year ago. right so the idea that this would have all happened and she never would have found out about it until she literally watched the show that's just not how these things tend to play out when they actually happen just throwing that out there oh (laughs) Let's move on to in my opinion this seems a real. very
1: real story. This this one seems real. Obviously, we have not done independent reporting on this. This is us, you know, using other sources including this woman's own Instagram account, but I will say that from what I have seen, this really seems credible. So, a woman named Natalia Marrero came forward and said that she was in a serious relationship with Trevor at the same time that he was on Love is Blind. She has texts, she has photos of them both before and after filming. Yeah. And she has a yeah, a bunch of time stamped text messages. You can see a lot of those like at TikToker or at Storytime with Ricky. She does amazing work kind of compiling all of these rumors and going through them in a way that is easy to digest. So I would recommend checking out her content. But this was pretty wild. So the timeline that Natalia laid out, because she did an Instagram Q&A, she says she and Trevor met in September of 2022, and that about a month later, Trevor was approached to apply for Love is Blind. We know, of course, that producers reach out to men and women on like Instagram and say, are you single? Do you want to apply to this show? So that makes sense to me. And at the time, they weren't seriously dating. So Natalia was like, yeah, I don't want to hold you back from an opportunity. Go forth. This application process continued for months with long stretches in between where nothing was happening from then until February of 2023. And by that time, Natalia and Trevor were getting serious. They were talking about marriage. But Trevor started making, according to Natalia, the case that this would actually be a really great business opportunity for him and therefore for them and their future life.
0: Yeah, they could get Branding and business opportunities, you know, it's a launching pad. This is like historically something that we see a lot of villainous men on reality dating shows do not such a great job of hiding where you're like, I think he's just here to promote his winery or his... (laughs) bar or whatever um and he clearly saw this as an opportunity to advance his business i think they're both in fitness they're bodybuilders and so there is you know i could see there being some element of it being useful to being able to like expand your personal brand for for business reasons but she says trevor planned to say no at the altar no matter what if he got engaged and she did provide a number of text screenshots time stamped screen recorded she provides these texts that are pretty damning, if true. He appears to tell her that he will not get married on the show no matter what. He says that he loves her. You know, he's saying, like, I'm, they're about to take my phone away to like start filming the show. I love you. I can't like wait to start a future with you. You know, g- really going into the pods, saying that he's in love with and in a relationship with someone else. He says that he met someone named Chelsea in the pods. He tells her a little bit about their relationship. And he says a number of specific things that I think we need to read, because again, if true, they're very damning. On April 5th, he texted her, this experience was absolutely fucking insane and couldn't have gone any better if I planned it. He also texted Andrew from season three, remember him, fake tears guy. I will be depicted as him, but in the kindest, most genuine way possible with the cutest story you could have come up with. That one made me want to tear my hair out. First of
1: all, why would you want to compare yourself to Andrew from? Season I know three, he's like even Andrew, privately. but good. Like, like, the good what Andrew. an odd <laughs> flex. Like I guess he means the rejected yeah. one in a love triangle. But you could have
0: had a better reference. That wouldn't in have my been opinion. the first one to come to my mind.
1: And also just the way that he is doing the thing that I think the show kind of framed Matthew as doing, yes. which is overtly shaping his own narrative Mm. and reveling in how people are gonna love seeing him yeah and it's just really fucking icky especially when you consider the fact that from what we know chelsea was going into this genuinely looking to pursue a relationship yeah and had she ended up with trevor and it seems he was very open to getting engaged to someone it would have completely cost her any kind of authentic experience and that like That just sucks. Yeah. He also texted Natalia, allegedly, on April 5th. I hope you know how much I love you and had to pretend that this wasn't real life to say anything I said.
0: And on April 7th, he said, Well, good news for me, at least. Chelsea is still on the show. If she wasn't, I'd have no chance of being shown. What's interesting about all these texts to me is, like you said, they're totally like he's. Shaping his narrative. He really understands the narrative options that are available to him on the show. And as he references in that last text, this is a weird show to go on to build your brand because most of the people do not get any screen time at all. Right. Like he got lucky.
1: Yeah. To do this, you have to get very lucky in the sense that you are a character that will be featured, as we know yeah, most people are. A aren't. fraction of them. On are top featured. of that, if you do get lucky, you are going to be scrutinized. Mm -hmm. And so the audacity to think you could get away with this, like it tends to come out. I mean,
0: I think the thing is that if a couple ends up getting married from the show, there is a lot of goodwill, right? And they're just sort of uncomplicated celebrities, like D-list celebrities, but we love them. We're invested in them. If someone doesn't get married, it's not always a death knell, but that does bring with it the possibility of extra scrutiny right where people are going to be like why didn't they end up getting married what went wrong why did he say no at the altar was it related to this woman who's saying that they were dating the entire time and she Mm -hmm. doesn't look anything like his fiance and he told her he was faking it you know the the sk situation begins to happen yeah where once they give any hint that they might not have been fully committed to the process people start to be like why weren't you fully committed to the process? So, if he had re- reached a point where he had rejected her at the altar, I think that goodwill would not have continued to be so pure. And even though that didn't happen, he's now very public and he's not in a relationship. And there's someone out there who has all this dirt on him. Like, well, I mean, that's
1: the wildest part is that if he was really smart, he would have stayed with this woman. Yeah. And instead, what she posited on her Instagram is that he understood as the show was getting close to air from production that he was going to have a great edit, that his storyline was going to be sympathetic, and he anticipated other opportunities and a bunch of women in his DMs as the show began to air. And so he ghosted his girlfriend three weeks before the show aired for a full week and then broke up with her a week later. You can see screenshots yeah. of all of those texts also on Storytime with Ricky's TikTok.
0: She's also said that he was planning to go on Perfect Match and I think that was probably a part of it that like it's one thing to do one show and try to maintain a relationship in the background, but to go on another dating show And you're still in a relationship in the background, like he's got to be starting to think like, okay, it's time to transition out of this relationship into my new future of like dating Francesca Farrago and like, (laughs) you know, she's not available anymore. But you know, that type of, of dating is in my future. And so I have to like shed this this previous relationship but of course that is exactly the worst time to do it because you are very much in the public eye she is highly motivated to come forward and expose you and everyone's going to be paying attention at this exact moment i it's just the idiocy gets me like the the idiocy the audacity every part of this if you want the benefits of going on this show enough to risk your relationship you just have to end the relationship because right. there's there are very few pathways to this working out with you getting famous and being beloved and still being with your girlfriend that you had the entire time you were on the dating show. Like that relationship yeah. is over or something else happened that you didn't want. So like what I I just like I don't understand what thought process. No, it's just
1: it, again the audacity. Yeah. listened to a free preview of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clareandemma.substack.com.
0: If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clareandemma.substack.com.
1: You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod. And you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at
0: Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening.